It's almost time for the 61st ACB Annual Convention, and convention time also means ACB Auction Time. This year's auction will be held on Saturday, June 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. Central Time. It's your chance to bid on crafts, jewelry, technology, and those ever-popular food items, including some delicious baked goods. Participation is easy. If you're registered for the convention, you're automatically registered to bid. You can join in on Zoom or tune in to ACB Media to catch all the action. If you want to get in on some early deals, the ACB Appetizer Auction is for you. It'll take place June 16th and 17th with lots of great items up for bid throughout both days. All proceeds will benefit ACB membership and the ACB community. Watch your email for more auction details or contact Leslie Spoon if you have any questions. Her email address is lesliespoon at cfl.rr.com. That's Leslie Spoon at cfl.rr.com. Let's have some fun while raising money to support ACB. See you at the auction June 18th, beginning at 6 p.m. Central Time. The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the content providers and should not be viewed as an endorsement of any product or service. Nor does it reflect the views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. This is Vileen Shah, your facilitator for I Love Braille, uh, welcoming you on June the 9th, 2022. Uh, this program is sponsored by the East Bay Center for the Blind, for which I'm also now working. Uh, earlier, I was volunteering and also sponsored by American Council of the Blind, which is ACB. You just heard one uh, little commercial about auction that the ACB is going to have. Well, friends, um, as you all know, today is a session called interactive, which means we are going to uh, ask and answer questions related to Braille. And the title of this program is I have a question. Well, I did not receive any question via email. So it looks everybody knows good Braille. Nobody has any question. However, this is the time you can speak up, raise your hand, and ask your question. Before doing that, Abraham will give you the commands to use for, you know, for uh, operating your devices, how to mute and unmute, how to raise hands, and how to lower your hands. So, Abraham will do that, and then here's how the pattern will work, those who are not aware. We'll take one question. See, first of all, you will all raise your hands who have questions. The first person who asks question, then everybody else will lower their hands. Now, the question will be on the floor. Now, the people will raise hands if they know the answer to this question. Once the discussion on one question is over, I will invite next question. Again, you can raise your hands and then we go on with answer, with answering the questions. And then we will again invite the next question. So that's the pattern we are going to follow. And uh, uh, I'll hand over this floor to Abraham to tell the commands. Okay. Um, if you're on a Windows computer, you can press Alt-A to 
mute toggle and you can press alt y to raise your hand toggle um, if you on a mac you can press uh, command shift a to unmute and mute and if you want to raise your hand it is option y if you on a um, using using an app you can mute using either the mute button in the center of the screen if you're on a larger device like a tablet or bottom left of your screen on a phone. Um, the raise hand option is under the options menu, which could be at the bottom right of your screen or top right of your screen. Um, if you dialed in, you can press star six for your mute toggle and star nine to raise your hand. Um, okay. okay. And we already have one hand raised. So Linda Pikarski. Linda Pai. The floor is yours. What's your question? You got my name exactly right, Belene. Okay. Because I read the spelling in Braille. So now yes. I know how to pronounce. Yes. Very, very okay. good. Mm -hmm. Okay. My question is, Air on a G string. If you write that out in Braille, somebody's going to say air on a go string. And what do you, how do you handle that situation? And in particular, I can see a lot of instances where you would actually want the letter to stand as the letter. Could you give us some example? Air on a G string. <coughs> That's a that's a piece by Bach, um, A major as a um, key, F sharp major. Well, F sharp wouldn't matter, but F major, E minor, A minor. You know, you want the letter to be the letter, not whatever else it might stand for. So that's my question. All right. That's a very tricky question. And <laughs> let's see if... Who would like to give the answer? So please raise your hands if you know the answer or if you think you know. That's fine. And don't worry if your answer is not perfect. Nobody is perfect here. So we are not looking for any, you know, high will level you perfection. Will you yes. please repeat the question? I just hopped in, so I didn't hear all the question. Thank you. Okay, Linda. Your, your how, question is about the how, measures. Yeah. Right. When you have a letter, an alphabetic symbol that stands for something else normally in, in UEB, but you actually want to use it in your contracted Braille writing as the letter itself. And the example that actually came to my mind was air on a G string, which is a piece by Bach. Um, how do you write that? Okay. All right. Let's see who, who. Um, can uh, people yeah. who have the answer raise their hands again? I just lowered all hands. Um, okay. We have five or one area code. Five oh one area code. Yeah, please. Okay. Nine, uh, 9, 9, 10, 10, 10, 10, 10. Identify yourself. What's your name? 
Teresa. Teresa, and I'm calling from Arkansas. And I'm sorry, you, you said you are Teresa? You... Yes. Okay, go ahead. And Your I'm volume is a little lower, but for okay. me at least. Okay, well, okay, I'm sorry. Um, no, that's okay. Can it, is this better? Yeah. I want to say it's much it's, better. Um, Thank you, Teresa. The, okay, use yes. the letter sign, the five, dots five, six, and the capital G. I don't know if that would be right, but that's what I would do. So a Braille user will know that you are saying G string and not go string. Okay. Okay, okay let's see I'm who sure else. Capitalize the G since it is a title of a piece. You know. <laughs> okay. So would the punctuation be before the five, six or after it? Uh, the punctuation. Oh, no, that's a good. The capitalization question. mark. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, remember after, what after the, the five, after the yeah. letter sign. Capitalization is not punctuation. Remember that. Okay. Right. Right. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> good. 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 Yeah. So let's see. Meryl has to say something. Meryl. Hi, Valine. Yeah, I was going to say the same thing as Teresa, though. Yeah, the uh -huh. five, six, and the capital G. Yeah. Yes. Mm -hmm. Thank uh -huh. you. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's about the gram, right? How many grams? Right, Linda? Oh, that's yeah. what you're trying to say? Well, no. Yeah. Well, G string is a G is a key of uh, music. <clears throat> oh, oh that's one. Okay. Yeah, okay. But it's, it's not a, it's, it's not a, a musical question. It's in, within, you know, common braille. Uh -huh, how would uh -huh. it be? Okay. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay, so in other words, uh, you may want to use the grade one indicator. Okay. We used to call it letter sign before uh, UEB came in. Okay, so once okay. you use a grade one <clears throat> indicator, which is dots five, six, mm -hmm. it indicates that this is not a contraction. This is just a letter and not a contraction. Sometimes just a capital sign also means that but in order to avoid any confusion, the right. best thing is to use the letter sign, which is grade one indicator dot five six. Okay. Does that help? Okay. okay. That's marvelous. That's perfect. Thank you very, very much. <laughs> okay. Thank you for asking a question. Okay. So let's see if anybody else has any further explanation about this question. Otherwise, we'll go to the next question. All right, it doesn't look like. Okay, anybody else who has a Braille-related question that you think you can place on the floor and people can discuss and answer your question, please raise your hands for the questions. With, um, yes, it should be Hannah. 585, unmute yourself first. Oh, sorry. I actually was trying to answer the previous question. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, I would think it would be the letter sign, too. I actually have a music magazine right in front of me. I was trying to find an example of it, but I can't uh -huh. seem to find one right off. But it's a magazine I get through the National Library Service called The Musical Mainstream. It's in Braille. Also available in audio, so they would have examples of it. 
But I would say it would be the you know the grade one indicator if you have you know B, C, G, D, and all those. Oh, okay. And uh, by the way, thank you, Hannah. Uh, we are going to have one presentation on Braille music next month, which is July, I think, seven. Yeah, July seven is our presentation on Braille music. When you can discuss this more about musical Braille. Okay. All right. So, Hannah, I thought you have a question. Do you? All right. Uh, area code nine seven zero three one eight. Is that Rick? That's Estelle. Oh, Estelle, right, Colorado. Yes, yes, thank you. <laughs> okay, yes, Estelle. Um, I was reading through the newsletter from our Talking Books Library, and they mm -hmm. were talking about account preferences. However, right immediately following the word account, there were four cells, and I did not recognize them as any particular sign or symbol. And uh, there was no space between the word account and these four cells. And the four cells were, the first one was dot four. Mm -hmm. The second cell was dot one, two, four, six, like the ED sign. Mm -hmm. The next symbol was dot three. And the next symbol was the S sign, two, three, four. And that was just attached to the word account. And I wondered if that might have been a typo or if that actually means something. Thank you. Normally, uh, in the Library of Congress uh, Braille materials, normally there is no typo. I think they carefully proofread before sending it out to the uh, readers. So let's see. So if somebody has any answer to... Estelle's question. So please raise your hands if you have answered to that uh, four letter sign between account and what preference, right? Okay, let's see. Yeah, Hannah has the answer. Yes, Hannah. Only half of it. I believe the dot four and the ED sign is a transcriber defined shape indicator, but I can't answer about the dot three S. I did finally find the answer to the previous question. Yes, you would. If you had a G major, you would put the, the grade one indicator. So. Why don't you focus on current question now? Because you oh, have yeah. wealth of knowledge um, and you have so many references. You're such a precious participant. So okay. maybe you yeah. want to do that. I don't know the second half, but I think it must be yeah. some kind of a like a graphic symbol. I don't know. I've never seen it before. I've only I just recently learned that the dot four ed sign, you know, the one mm -hmm. dot four and the one two. Let's mm -hmm. see, what was that one two four, four six is a transcriber defined shape indicator? So hopefully somebody has a better answer. <laughs> okay, let's see. Don has the answer. Don? Okay. Um, first yes. of all, before I answer, can you, Estelle, can you repeat the dot pattern? I'm going to put it, I'm going to put it on my uh, 
Braille Google, display, Google and then I'll be able to tell you for sure of what yeah. I of what I'm thinking. Because I, okay. I I'm okay. going on a, I'm going on a hunch. So can you repeat okay. the dot patterns for me? Sure. The first one was dot four. The okay. second cell was the ED sign one two four six. Okay. The next the next cell was dot three. And the last one was the S, that's two, three, four. And they were attached to the word account. There was no space. Okay. I wonder if that is from, I wonder if that is a transcriber to find square because what I, because here's what I've seen a lot of times and I'll see either transcriber to find diamond or transcriber to find heart or even a service announcement symbol. So if you're going to see a service announcement symbol, what you'll see, you know, your dot four, your ED, and then your S and then your M. So that's, you know, cause that's like a, um, cause that's like a microphone. I would suggest if you have like, if you have the special symbols stuff in the front of the newsletter, what I would suggest you do is look at that and see, because that's where you're going to see a lot of those weird symbols and try and, you know, that's kind of how they do it now with the keys. I, I think of that as kind of like your own personal key to identifying those weirdo thingies. So that's honestly what I think is transcriber defined square, if I had to guess, just based on what I've seen in magazines before. So does that make any sense? That it kind of does, but I'm just curious if that's what it is. Does that mean that there would be a square around the word account, or how does the there'd be a square? Yeah, I would think there'd be either a square around the word account or like next to it. But then again, because like I've seen stuff happen, like I've seen transcriber define diamonds, like it'll have a letter to the editor in a book review magazine. And then there'll be a diamond and then it'll go down to the next letter to the editor in a particular kind of section. So like if they're talking about a particular book review, they'll have one letter to the editor and then a diamond and then the next letter to the editor. I wonder also yeah. If, yeah. if it were the square, as you mentioned, sometimes there are in print uh, pages, there are check boxes that are little squares next to words. Mm -hmm. And I'm wondering if it might have been something like that, but I still don't That's, don't understand, you know, how it would follow the word account like that. Correct. Okay. So let's see. Jane Corona has some answer. Okay. And Jane is well experienced in Braille. So let's. Sorry, Belene. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> Please try. Yes, Jane. Oh, Don, thank you so much. No, you tried a lot. You're, you're welcome. Um, oh, it's not Jane Corona, it's Jane Tolino. Jane? Yes, I, I have a question mm -hmm. as a, I'm working to learn UEB so that ultimately I can become a transcriber. And where do you, I'm, I'm just up through lesson 10, which is all about. Uh, Jane, are you asking a question? Yes. Okay, we will give you a platform a little later. Because so I, we, oh, we already okay. have one question on the floor. So until that question okay. is resolved, you know, okay. we will invite questions real soon. Okay. Right now Thanks. I'm looking for people who know the answer to Estelle's question. 
Anybody else? Maybe Meryl can answer. Meryl, is she still with us? Um, Hannah raised her hand again. Yeah, my computer says Meryl is here. Um, Hannah raised her hand. Hannah, you can go. Okay, Hannah, sure. Oh, Hannah, well, did you find the answer? No, unfortunately, I, did, I don't really know the answer, but I was going to say what Dawn is saying makes some sense, be, makes a lot of sense, because I have seen one that was like dot for the ED sign and then BBC or ballot box with check. So I'm wondering if it could be something, maybe it's like a ballot little box without a check. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I wish I did know the answer. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's such a such a tricky question. Let's see. Uh, all right. First and foremost, uh, let's see if anybody has the answer. Otherwise, I can give you my my perspective. Okay. So, uh, first and foremost, if it is something transcriber, something that transcriber has defined, then, you know, there should be a transcriber's note somewhere at the end of the page or at the beginning explaining what it is. Or there should be a transcriber's note, a separate page before what was that newsletter starts. So if the transcriber has used some symbols and has not explained what it is, then I don't know. But certainly these four letters or symbols sign is not something I have ever heard of. I know that dot four and the ED sign is often used for as the Twitter sign. And if it is anything to do with Twitter, I know that I don't tweet so well. So I'm, I'm not sure what it is. But we have, a, yeah. we have a number in the in 597 that raised a hand. Oh, good. Yes, please. Um, 970? Low, low then, no. Oh, this is uh, Calandra. I'm sorry. I thought you were asking another question. Oh, we will we'll take a question later, okay? But for now, if you can raise hands only if you have the answer to the question. Uh. All right. So was that sixteen eight six eight two area code? Uh Abraham? Uh, Sorry, yes, that was uh, that area code. Okay. Um, didn't have answer. 682 is the one who spoke now, correct? Yes, yes. Okay, great. Got it. Okay, so Estelle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this is something uh, unheard. And uh, I am 
wondering about this sign as much as you are. However, it is a challenge. It is something that will make me explore and anybody else who can explore further and tell us what it is. Uh, oftentimes, Michael Moore uh, does that on the online and brings the answer. So, Michael Moore, is it possible for you to find out what it is right now? If your electronic device can help you. Okay, we are not receiving any response from him. All right, so I'm sorry, Estelle, we couldn't answer your question with a certain, you know, definite explanation. Okay, but well, thank you. Thank you for trying, and I will search around and see if I can find any uh, yes. any notes about any, that. Yes, yes, and, and, and share it with us, okay? Okay, thank you yes. very much. Thank you. Now, Jane Toleno had a question, but my computer says she left, so if she's back, then that's fine. Uh, do we still have Jane Toleno? No, I don't see her. No, I don't think so. Because after that, I heard my computer saying she left. No, now, she Kalendra has some question. Kalendra, what is that? Okay. The question yeah. that I have is this. Um, I have read a Christian newsletter that I get from Lutheran Brown Workers. Um, now, in the letter, they have a dot five G, and I don't know if it stands for God or whatever, and then they put L-S-T, I don't know what that stands for. Okay, let's do one thing at a time. So, dot five, did you say G as in? Yeah, dot, dot five G. Uh, G as in God, correct? Yes, okay. I think it is. <laughs> okay, and what it stands for. So, let's see who has the answer to that. Five seven three area code. Oh, let me mute. One second. Let's see if somebody can answer your question, Kalendra. Who is five seven three area code? N in six two five. Um, I think that's Rick. I think there so, yeah. we go. Finally, yeah. I have to hit it about four times. It takes a while. Um, yeah. Where were you, Rick? Yeah. We I'm also on so my cell phone. Uh-huh. Okay. And I, I actually I got kind of passed over on the first question, but I don't know if we can go back to that. Um, All right, let's do that. Yeah. No, no, no problem. Yeah. Okay. Um yes, Estelle was right with Estelle was right about the letter sign, um, grade one indicator, if you like. And mm -hmm. there are a couple of fine points that go with that. If uh, for like a capital to 
capitalization goes next to the letter. Yes. And so you have your dot five six, then dot six, then G. Yes. For for letter G, not go. Mm-hmm. And now if you have like a parenthesis or a quotation mark, other some punctuation like that, then that goes before the five six. Yes. And yes. another mm-hmm. thing, if she's familiar, if Teresa's familiar with the capitalization rules in UEB, with your single dot six, your double dot six, and your triple dot six, plus the terminator, um, the grade one indicators work just the same way. Uh, so for something like the other kind of G string, <laughs> which I think is hyphenated, <laughs> or um, well, maybe, maybe there's a better example. Um, Oh, I don't know. If you can think of a hyphenated expression, like S curve or something like that, where you'd write the letter S and then hyphen curve, uh, you'd have five six, then your capital S hyphen curve. Um, the hyphen, I believe, does terminate the effect of the letter sign. So if you want to write a series of letters, like your spelling B I N G O, separated by hyphens, then you'd have your double dot five six, and then your Cap B hyphen cap uh, your probably your capital indicators, then I and then N, then G, then O, and then your close capital, close grade one indicator. So I think the capital goes inside, yeah, the capitals go inside the grade one indicators. But yeah, for a for a word, you use a double dot five six, and for a passage, it's your triple dot five six, just the same as you do for dot six capitalization. And there's a, a terminator, which would be dot five six then dot three to say, okay, now we're back to normal contracted braille. That's for a, a grade so one. That, that is yeah, a very three, three scholarly explanation, Rick. Uh, and uh, for some people here who are struggling to learn or understand braille uh, symbol uh, patterns, uh, I, I, you did a great job, but I'm a little concerned that some of us, some of the participants were... Okay, a little PMI, huh? Yes, because it, it, it's a lot to learn. So yeah. I'll just briefly summarize that basically it is the grade one indicator or letter sign, dot five six, the capital sign, and then uh, that letter D uh, or whatever letter you want. Yeah. And then, of course, there was a question, of course, related to that along, alongside that question. How about the punctuation? Uh, and that's right. Rick is so correct. So depending on what kind of punctuation it is, obviously, if it is open parenthesis, open quotation mark, it goes before that. And other punctuation marks go after that. So that's briefly. And of course, you know, the, if there are uh, like a grade one indicator to be used for a letter, for a word, for a passage, all that uh, Rick covered. So let's not worry so much about that. Those who are learning may want to learn that for letter, for word, and for passage, there are slightly different indicators. They, the dot numbers are same, but the you know, for the letter, you use it uh, once and then, uh, you know, like, I mean, it's little, a lot to learn. So in any way, those who are aware of all that, that's fine. Those who are learning, 
can contact me or send me their email and probably I'll give a, a brief session separately. Okay, yes, Rick. You, do you want to add something? You did a great okay, job. And the other, and yeah. then uh, on regard to the current question, yes, uh, that was my suspicion too that um, that is probably a user-defined square, but I couldn't swear I couldn't swear that. You're right about the dot four ed sign being referring to sometimes a shape or whatever user-defined thing. Uh, for Twitter, the Twitter bird is dot four, and then ed sign then tw. <laughs> and, okay. Yeah. Yeah, but you're absolutely yeah. right that the the transcriber should absolutely have had a special symbols page or a transcriber's note to to tell the person what that is. And uh, doesn't the transcriber have to explain what that the symbol used, what that symbol certainly means? Certainly should. Certainly yes. should. Either in the transcriber's note or on a special symbols page. Yes, that's right. That's what I was trying to say. Exactly. But, uh, have you ever seen such a symbol? I have not. No, me too. Okay. Okay, great. And okay, thanks. Now, um, what was our current question? Yeah, dot 5G, Rick. What is that? Oh, well, that's right. Um, these Lutheran publications, I don't know why, but they sneak in a few grade three symbols. And that's one of them. Dot 5G is indeed God. And dot 5J is Jesus. And dot 5C is Christ. Correct. And yes. I think they use HL for holy, and I don't think that's even grade three. I could be wrong about that. But yeah, they do sneak in a few odd signs in those publications. Those are not uh, standard. Yeah, it's not standard. It's dot five G is not official contraction um recognized by UEB. Okay, but dot five G is used for God, and God knows why people Use it because <laughs> it is not official. It's an okay sign, but it's just not standard. <laughs> uh, and dot five C is Christ, and dot five yes. J is Jesus. I do yes. not know why they. Sorry, and those are out of grade three, yes, but it's just not standard stuff. Well, uh, I will say two things here, Rick. One, I think some religious books like to use these symbols because they have these words uh, repeated several times. That is one thing, and. Second thing, uh, it's not rec uh, recognized as official symbol because Correct. it refers to a particular religion. And uh, in this secular world, we do not uh, use something specific to any specific religion. So those who are, uh, if I can say so, those who are, who, who follow that religion, you know, where you can read the word Jesus and Christ and God, and then these are the symbols, dot 5J, dot 5C, and dot 5G. Okay? All right, let's see. Kalendra, there, did there you get the couple, answer? There are a couple yes. of borderline calls there, like dot 5L for Lord, although Lord does have other uses, and I think that's how they got by with that. The same thing with spirit. Yeah, that's true. Lord is both religious and non-religious. Because right. in Britain, okay, I'll let other people talk. In in Britain, Thanks. Lord is a title, so uh, you know, Lord so and so, right. Lord, or the Lord, the Lordly Lion, or Landlord, things like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 exactly. Example, so. Yeah, yeah exactly. so they can get by on it. I don't think so, it's the best choice, yeah. but they can get by on it. Yeah, so Lord is fine. Lord is not really only religious, so that's okay. 
Right. Okay, good. So, so let's see. The hour. Yeah. With that, I'm saying we have 24 minutes of the hour. Um, I, I think Kalendra had another question. Is that right? Yes, um, if that is true, what about the symbol for loss? Because at first I thought that they written um, a missing letter, but then I noticed in ST they abbreviated LST. Does that stand for loss? What what that symbol is? Dot phi? No, it's L S T. Uh, so, she's saying that they. Oh, did they just miss the letter? L S T. She's not sure if they missed a letter, or is it a shorthand for abbreviation for another word? Which one? SP? LST. 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 And ST. Is that the ST sign? Dot three four? Yeah, it stands down. Yeah, I don't know if it stands for last or lost because that doesn't have an ST. No. There is, you know, for last you have to write LA and then ST sign. If there's no A, I don't know. It, we need to know the context. You know, what was the uh, reference? The last, last um, has an O in it. I think Estelle is a... Uh, lost. I mean. What, what is that, Abraham? Estelle has a hand raised. Maybe she has a comment. Estelle, yeah. Estelle, you have some answer to this? LST. Yeah, I was just going to mention, I know sometimes with the neuropathy, I don't get the, the positions of the dots correct, and I'm thinking that that might even be a 456 ST, which would be like a forward slash. Oh, that's right. You, you know, wow. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Kalendra, it looks like L, but it's not L. It's dot four five six, and oh, then the ST sign, yeah. which is okay, uh, which is a slash, a, forward yeah, slash. Usually, oh, yeah, they catch. would usually they would usually do that and then put something else with it, but this time they didn't. Ah, so see one thing. That I always tell people, those who have difficulty reading and all that, do not go by shapes. Dots four, five, six uh -huh. looks like letter L, but it's yes, not L. Yeah. Okay. okay. Thank you. Okay. Welcome. All right. So once again, you know, if it is letter L and ST, you will always see some distance between L and ST, because L consists of dots one, two, three, which means the second panel of dots four, five, six is empty, and that leaves a space. And therefore, 
then it is L and ST. If there is no such a distance as we find between L and ST, and if it still looks like L, it's not L. It is dots four, five, six. And same principle applies whenever you read other things. Just do not read Braille only by shapes. The shape may look like B, but it may be semicolon. Dots two, three, and not dots one, two. The shapes are just same. Or dot C, I mean, letter C and the colon, they look alike. But C, you know, what is the dot position? So I think, uh, um, uh, you know, if we had some uh, way to archive or, uh, you know, post handouts, I can do that. I wrote one handout on dot alignment and dot spacing. And if you, once you understand the basics of dots alignment and dot spacing, you can really read Braille with more accuracy. And you will not be confused about dots one, two, three, and dot four, five, six that look alike. All right, so let's see if somebody else has a question. Anybody who has a question, please raise your hand. We have um, Estelle and with a raised hand. Thank you. I just had kind of a follow-up question to that uh, sure. previous one. Uh, I was wondering about the slash sign, the ST sign. Mm -hmm. I think they say that when you're doing math, you don't need to put the, the four, five, six in front of it. And I'm wondering if that also might work for when you're writing a date, like you're writing uh, June 6, 22, and you want to write 6, 2, 22. Could you use the slash there and not use the 4, 5, 6? And would that, uh, would that work? Is that appropriate? Or do you need to have the 4, 5, 6 when it's a okay. number that isn't? Okay, so let me uh, reword your question. Your question is very clear to me, and so is uh, the case, I believe, for most participants here, but those who didn't get it. The question is whether we can use a single cell slash, which is only dots three, four, when we write the date, because that is the slash used in math. Uh, it's single slash, which is dots three, four without being preceded by dots four, five, six. So the question that Estelle wants to know, uh, you can correct me, Estelle, if I'm wrong. You want to know whether you can use that single cell slash while writing a date. Can we correct. or can we not? And we have some experts here. So let's see, they will, they will raise their hands and let's hear to the people who have the answer. So please raise your hand with the answer. We have Calandra with a hand raised, as well as Rick and Michael. I'm sorry, is it my turn? Okay. Calandra, uh, uh, do you have yes. the answer yes. to this question? Yes, yes I do. Okay, because go ahead. I, I often wrote the date in many ways. When I want to write the date, just as Estelle said, 
I can choose not to use the slash and just write six um twenty twenty two but if I want to just use it, I would often use four five six before the s t which is a slash because what what I was taught and what I often heard it read and what I often read in braille books, that's what they use. They don't use a single slash. They use four, five, six, and then the date, and then they use slash um, 22. Or you can just simply use it without. Or you can use a dash, which would be permissible. No, but Kalindra, that's okay. Uh, the question is not what you can do. You know, uh, I can do what I want. The question is about the rule. So let's listen to Yeah, well, that's basically the rule. Okay, so we go to the next person who has the answer. Yes, Rick? <laughs> Oh, did we lose Rick? No. Um, uh -huh. There we go. I don't know what the deal is with this phone. Wow, it takes a anyway. while to get unmuted. Huh? Okay, go ahead. Uh, yeah, sometimes it answers, it reacts, and sometimes it doesn't. Um, okay. Let's do one thing, Rick. Uh, yeah. Uh, you remain unmuted. Sorry. I allow you. Okay. okay. All right, carry on. All right, thanks. Okay, the uh, the four five six st is the literary slash, which is what you use in a date, um, or in an expression like they're open twenty four seven, where you have number sign two four slash number seven. Uh, you use the four five six st then. The the st slash is only for like a fraction, like when you have three fourths, I mean, and you probably write that um, number sign, you know, four, three four five six, then you're three. And you're three dot three four, then you're four, and then a space for literary purposes at least. And so, anyway, uh, the only that's the only time a fraction or a mixed number, as far as I know, is the only time you're going to see that st without the four five six in front of it. And one other point that goes with that is that that literary slash does terminate numeric mode. So if you're writing a date or the expression 24-7, you have to repeat the number sign after the slash. So the, the date, uh, today's date, uh, let's see, 6-9, so the uh, number sign, 6, then your literary slash, 456-ST, then number 9, 456-ST, number sign, 22, or 2022. So that's pretty much the skinny. That's very accurate, whether you agree or not, you know, whether you like it or not. <laughs> you know, personally, I don't like this, but that's it the rule. You're getting used to because we didn't used to have to repeat that number sign, but as of UEB, we do. Yeah. So that's particularly annoying to me. It's my personal, of course, that you have to repeat the number sign. But anyway, <laughs> yes, you have to. Okay, let's see what. Oh, we had Michael Moore. What happened? Michael, you pulled out? I, I, I lowered his hand. I thought we... Uh, and Hannah. Uh, Hannah no, wanted still, to say something. I'm here. Oh, okay. I was 
repeat what uh, Rick what, what Rick said earlier because I was you gotta when you're writing the date you would put the 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 slash four five six sixteen. And then the yeah. four five six T, like you could put either nine or zero nine slash twenty two. You know the numbers twenty two, twenty o two, and a slash. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you need to write four five six ST. That's four, what you're saying, right? ST. Yeah. Yes. 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 Okay. 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 All right. Very good, Hannah. Oh, I Dr. Hannah wanted to say something. Oh, am I unmuted? Yes, you are. We are now. Oh, I was yeah. actually going to just say that the three, you know, four, five, six, three, four, you know, that three, four was the slash and the three, four is the fraction line, but Rick gave a much better explanation. I lowered my hand after he spoke. Okay. That's it. Yep. All right. So let's see if anybody else has something more to say before I say anything. We have about 11 minutes. It seems hour. Rick wants to add something. Rick, you remain unmuted. Go ahead. I'm still unmuted. No, I have nothing more. Okay. We have about 11 minutes to the hour. Who? We have 11 minutes to the hour. 11, 11 minutes to the hour, yes. That's fine. Yes. Okay. So, uh, first and foremost, as uh, Rick mentioned, literary slash, which is dots four, five, six, and dots three, four. By rule, you need to use that slash when you write the date. For your personal convenience, yes, you can. You can skip some of the things, but otherwise. By rule, yes. And in math, I don't do much math. Uh, Estelle, you mentioned that they use the slash for just dot three four. Probably mm -hmm. it's not a slash, it's a fraction line. And Braille now, earlier it wasn't that. Braille now clearly differentiates between a fraction line and a slash. So the fraction line is dots three, four, and of course, and the slash is dots four, five, six, and then dots three, four. And this has been chosen or selected in order to avoid any confusion between a fraction line and a slash. Now, I think uh, forward slash, of course, I am not sure in print. I think, Estelle, you know print, right, Estelle? Some, yes. Uh, you, did, you, did you read print in your life? Yes. Okay, then I can verify with you only. Very good. Uh, does the fraction line and uh, forward slash look alike in print? I think they do. They do. But there's, there's, different, yeah. there's different ways to write a fraction line in print. Uh -huh. You can write it like a slash, or you can write one small number on top of another number with kind of yes. like a, yes. a little hyphen or a Hy dash. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is not possible in Braille, correct? Right. 
to write a little above and little below and things like that. So anyway, yeah. So I think in old Braille, as I call it, uh, slash and fraction line were same. They were alike. Of course, uh, at some point, even in old Braille, they stopped using uh, dots three four as a slash, and they introduced four five six and three four even before UEB was accepted. But anyway, so because in print fraction line and slash look alike, that was carried on in Braille. But then it was realized that it is causing confusion, and therefore dots four five six were added, so that now we have clear distinction between a literary forward slash and a math mathematical fraction line. All similarly, you know, those uh, uh, contractions uh, with uh, ST that is spill and uh, street and saint and, you know, that, that kind of confusion has already been eliminated now because they don't use uh, contraction uh, dot three, four, four to represent the word street or saint, you know, it's, so it's all in order to avoid the confusion. But uh, yes, again, the rule says as Rick, Rick explained in detail, that you need to use uh, two cell slash, and when you write the date, you write, you need to repeat the number because slash terminates the effect of the numeric indicator. So the number sign, is repeated each time you write the number after a slash. That's the rule. And personally, when I write, I don't use four, five, six, and I don't even repeat the number sign, but that's my personal use. <laughs> All right, does that answer your question, Ristel? Yes, thank you very, very much. much. It was very, very detailed answer, and I appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. You're most welcome, and I thank you so much for bringing up the questions. You made our session lively today. So let's see if we can take one more question, if anybody has. Braille-related question, remember that. Okay. It looks nobody has a question. Yeah. We don't have any raised hands. Okay. So, uh, hmm. Let's do some. Uh, Rick, do um, you have some? Estelle raised the hand again. Estelle raised hand again? Wow. Estelle? Yes. I wanted to wait to see if somebody else raised their hand. I don't want to take up the whole time, but I do have a related question to the previous one also. No, nobody think, nobody else raised their hand, so you go ahead, please. Okay, thank you. In a previous session, I believe somebody said that you could use the dot five as a numerical space. So when you write a date, you could put a dot five between the numbers, between the day and the month and the year without having spaces or repeating the number sign. Is that correct? Uh, they, called somebody... it a numer they called it a numerical space, the dot five. Um, I believe yeah. 
Dolan was the one who um, had a comment on that the last time. Commented on that the last time. I'm sorry, what is that, Abraham? I believe Dolan commented on that the last time. Oh, okay. You remember who did? Okay. Uh-huh. Right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, dot five, uh, you're saying that you don't have to repeat the numeric indicator if you use dot five? That's what I heard. That's what I thought I heard. Yeah, I it heard was... it. I, I heard it too. But how yeah. far true it is. I think uh, Abraham made some research or he, Abraham, you said something about that too when this question was raised. Do you remember? Um, yes. Yes. So just. Um, I'm aware it's used for telephone numbers. Telephone number? Yes. I'm uh, not aware it's used for the date. Oh, okay. Okay. It looks. Uh, yeah. So it looks. Uh, it's a matter of little research. Uh, I haven't seen that happening, but I know that somebody mentioned. And uh, um, uh, yeah, I don't think it's doable, but uh, anyway, yeah. So if, let's see if anybody else knows. Can we use dot five in, instead of using uh, the numeric indicator when you write dates or similar numbers? Okay, so it looks, uh, I will have to do some research and anybody else uh, who are good in that. Uh, we have, you know, uh, other people who could also do the, some we research. Calandra. Yes. We have Calandra. Calandra, you have the answer? Yes. Um, I have seen it that way, but you don't have to use dot five to separate the dates. You could, you know, do it however you want. You could do it however, but you know, you, you can't use dot five with it. I don't think I've seen it like that. That's okay. All right. So, okay. yeah, I'll try to find out accurate answer to your question, Estelle. Okay. Thank so you very much. Re remind me at our next I have a question session. And hopefully, if I don't forget, I will bring some answer. And anybody else can do it. You can always. This is not the session that only I answer. This is the session that everybody answers everybody's question. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, I'm concluding now. Thank you so much. Thank you, Estelle. Thank you, Rick. And thank you, everybody else, Hannah and uh, anybody else who answer and ask questions, uh, Kalendra. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining today's session. Um, and uh, I wish you all a good week ahead and good weekend. Uh, I'll see you next Thursday with the presentation by Dorlene. She will share her experience with learning and using Braille. So with that, I, 
I would like to sign off. Take care. Bye now.